0: Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danker, Timothy Goen, Chua Tian Tian. Time now for In the Spotlight. And today we're talking about the word sue. Very easy to say, I sue you. But the truth is, there are a lot of aspects about suing someone that you may or may not know. It's formally called. Litigation. It involves a lot of things from costs. Time And there are various courts, okay? You don't just go to one court and then it's done. If you appeal and you end up going to the high court, that's two years of your life that you're not going to get back. The damage done to the relationship between the two parties, it's almost irreversible. So, you know, when you consider it's very difficult to predict the outcome of uh, such litigation processes, there is this thing called alternative dispute resolution. That's come to the forefront and it's got the ability to offer parties the means of settling disputes outside of court. It's a quicker, cleaner, potentially cleaner method but how does it work well on the line with me is colin Milwatt, who is the coo and co-founder of ResoX. colin good afternoon how are you good afternoon i'm doing fine thank you elliot thanks a lot for taking the time i suppose uh let's start off by talking about ResoX, uh, short for resolution exchange tell us a little bit about the business model well the business model really is to empower people and small businesses
1: to find the right professional help to resolve their dispute
0: So then dispute being the forefront of this conversation, dispute resolution is something that we're talking about. And there are many different types of it. It's not just sitting down and and negotiating. There's negotiation, mediation, arbitration, litigation. There is dispute resolution for commercial disputes, as well as non-commercial disputes, things like family or property or tenancy and things like that. Tell us a little bit more about how complex this can be. Well, it can be
1: very complex, and the longer you leave a dispute, the worse it's often going to become. I mean, the easiest way to resolve a dispute is to get down with the party and negotiate with Mm. them. But it's when negotiation breaks down or when they don't want to talk to you, and the gut reaction is, well, I'm going to sue you. You (laughs) mentioned the word sue. (laughs) This can be very exasperating for parties. They may have months or years of worry in their lives. They could even lose a lot of their money, their financial. So are there other ways to do it? Yeah. Sure. Litigation is when you're going in front of a judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, arbitration is when you go to an arbitrator who's like a, a private judge. They're, yes. they're, they're, we agree that we'll use them. Uh, uh, Mediation is a little bit special because as a as a mediator myself, I can say that whereas a, a judge or an arbitrator will look back and make the parties revisit what they did, As a mediator, I'm there to try and help you find a way forward. Mm. So I'm there trying to build the relationship between the parties. And that can be a much less distressing experience for them. Mm.
0: I did a a mediation module in law school. The only Mm. person distressed was me because I hate (laughs) hate the thing (laughs) called together. It is is not easy to keep cool heads. Yet people often don't realise that that probably is a better step than uh, going to an arbitration or litigation.
1: I think as a mediator, I, I always feel but uh, if the mediation goes well then the parties will believe that they resolved it all by themselves without my yes. input at all um, whereas of course we're actually working <laughs> feverishly hard to try and and get this done we need a lot of training and experience yeah. not, many people can be mediators but yeah. not everybody so it is a skill set
0: yeah i did ones where i got the names wrong and uh, guess who needed mediation <laughs> after that but colin <laughs> I, want, I want to talk about litigation so the formal word for suing what are some of the misconceptions surrounding litigation I know you brought up earlier on that people don't often think about the cost and the time that goes into all of this well it's usually
1: passion and anger that leads down that path Mm. so this thing starts slowly and and snowballs and and i think the misconception is that the lawyers are there just to you know take everyone's money and and, uh, that's the common misconception because we work with lawyers a lot they know exactly what they're doing they're very much on the side of their clients And really, you've got to be out of your mind to to go all the way through the court. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) rightly wants to do that. But if you've got the right professional help behind you you will find
0: the most cost-effective way to do it. Mm, yeah, definitely not cost-effective when you find yourself in the high court. Uh, Absolutely <laughs> time not. Time Absolutely as well, not. gosh. Um, you don't want to be there. Yeah, although it's a, it is a nice room. But uh, Colin, the rise of online alternative dispute solution. Tell me a little mm. bit more about this. I, I think it's a lot more real and digestible when you tell a person, take on this alternative resolution because this is not a trial. And suddenly the reality hits.
1: alternative dispute resolution has gradually been getting a bigger and bigger profile over the last, say, 20 years, when people realise that maybe there are other ways that things could be done. You know, Singapore is in the lead with this. We've even got a treaty that we agreed globally. So Singapore is actually culturally a very good fit for mediation. We're not so much confrontational people here. But also, it is a way of getting parties around the table to find a way forward. So uh, and many lawyers are actually also qualified mediators as well. Mm, they can mm, wear two hats. Mm. So the, the game is to get people to sit around the table and we look at the all of the situation and see what we can identify as one of the true drivers to a solution.
0: I guess this is a little bit personal since you yourself are a trained mediator. Mm. What do you think is... The most important skill set when it comes to mediating, because you're mediating different scenarios. You could be dealing with the commercial disputes that maybe yeah. you can have a little bit less emotion, but it's worse when it's a family dispute. Women, it's a family dispute. Emotions are running high. But don't Mm. discount the commercial ones
1: because I've been in situations where the founder of the company has been sitting there. He's got a 30-year-old business and the guy is very, very much passionate about it. Uh, In an organization, you tend to think we are right. So the passion is always there. To answer your question, I think the key is to listen and read people. And that's Mm. a skill which you develop over time.
0: Yeah, you can train that as well. But even that nothing beats that real world <laughs> scenario, yeah. although you'll be like, okay, this guy is lying and uh, you can't help mm. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got so many stories. I, I love this, call. Let's talk about this whole online dispute resolution mm-hmm. in the digital age. Is this yes. a post-COVID thing where, okay, let's, let's go online, but wouldn't that make things a bit harder to read because you're behind a screen? Well, this is an interesting point.
1: You know, b- before COVID, we tended to view online stuff as uh, some strange, weird thing, didn't we? Now we're all experts. We've all got the equipment. We've all got the ring lights and everything set up. So everyone knows how to do it. And in fact, it's now expected. Things like training courses and that, you yeah. want to do it online. Yeah. And, and so now we're experts at it. We can look at dispute resolution and getting it done. Many of the disputes that we deal with are international. People can't get there. I've done one where I've had people in New York, on the West Coast in Los Angeles, up in Japan, and here in Singapore, all in one session. Wow! So we have to work with that technology and make it work for us.
0: Does it make it easier? and, And I'm coming from a place where, because I'm behind the screen, potentially I could be a little bit more open with the issues that I want to bring up.
1: It all depends. If if you're in person, sure, I, I can work with you in a very different way. Sure. Online, of course, one of the big worries we have is who else is in the room? Because yeah, I can only see one person and they're, they're telling us what the situation is, but it could be that there are others behind the screen who are giving them other kinds of advice. Uh, um, as a mediator, we really want to make sure we've got, we know all the parties that are there. There is a, a confidential atmosphere in a mediation because... People don't necessarily want the results to come out afterwards. They're making a quiet settlement. So if we have a situation that's online, I do need to know if there's anyone else around.
0: Okay. So if I were to come to your company and I I had a problem, I had a dispute that I want to solve, and right aside we talked about negotiation, mediation, arbitration, litigation, both have benefits and also represent a fair amount of risk. How would you assess my situation and guide me towards um, the form of dispute resolution I should take up?
1: ResoX is basically a technology company providing a solution to link you up with the right professional that you need. Okay. You know, that lawyers and mediators and arbitrators and conflict coaches, they, they all have specific skill sets and areas where they're strong. Some are strong in kind of divorce and family, others in business and commercial like myself. And, and so what it allows you to do on the ResoX platform is to select what it is that you're looking for, and then you get the opportunity to be introduced to the right people who can help you right away.
0: Wow. Okay, I've been speaking with Colin Millward, who is the COO and co-founder of ResoX. Uh, just a final question. Um, I guess this is kind of a personal preference question. Sure. Um, and, and we talked about there are commercial disputes, you know, uh, corporate mm-hmm. employment. There are also non-commercial disputes. For you, which you think is uh, the most difficult to handle?
1: <laughs> oh, well, you know, I'm a long-term PR here, and I'm very happy. But but I, I'm I'm more of a, a logic person, more of a business person. So. So, so I feel I tend to stick clear the, uh, on my own point of view from the family stuff. But yeah. I'm very good in the large-scale contractual stuff, and we can usually sort it out.
0: Yeah, I totally hear where you're coming from. <laughs> Those family things, gosh, uh, yeah. they go on for, for quite a bit. I really appreciate your time today. Uh, yeah, Colin yeah, Willard, sure. Who's the COO and co-founder of uh, ResoX. Uh, thank you, and have a great Wednesday evening ahead. You too. Thank you very much, Elliot. It's
1: great. Thanks.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg.